Hey guys, welcome to episode 175 with my marvelous guest, Rhea Butcher. I am absolutely over the moon delighted that she was able to do the podcast. I'm such a fan of hers and uh, I think you'll really enjoy this episode. I wanted to get just a few shout outs in uh, to this intro, guys. I am a little behind on, (laughs) you know what, I should just have one general intro where like a computer generated voice says, episode 175. Uh, with each respective episode number because they're always the same. I'm always apologizing for being behind on shout-outs. Um, I, uh, I do want to thank, however, uh, Andrea uh, about your uh, wonderful email about the nuns, um, Aaron for your glorious email, Dylan for your beautiful email, and the potential to pot- uh, possibly go to uh, Disney World. I just couldn't be more excited following the Jessica Marazin episode. As some of you know, I'm very interested in doing a pilgrimage with her Harry Potter land. Um, Mallory, I want to thank you so much for your amazing Velociraptor uh, drawing that you did. Uh, it was a kind of a joke that Tara Platt and I made in the last episode, and she she put pen to paper. That's maybe not true. It might be computer to brain, and, uh, and did this amazing illustration. I should put it up on the Facebook page. And then, Casey, thank you so much for your recommendation for a book I want to check out, Alpha Beta, How 26 Letters Changed the Western World. Uh, I recently freaked out over the idea of cultures forming alphabets, and uh, this seems like it's going to cause me to freak out yet further in a positive way. Um, I think that's all for now, guys. I hope you're having a wonderful week, and uh, I will talk to you soon. Bye. Now entering Nerdist.com. I'm already wishing that we had recorded that. For sure. You, I mean, you, I can I say it again. I know that you went to art school. <laughs> yeah. Your hair looks just great. Oh, thank you. It makes me miss my short hair. Thank you. I don't think I'm, I so, I'm sorry it makes you miss your short thank hair. Thank you for your apology. Yeah, you're, you're very welcome. Because it's an immediate upsetting situation I understand. for me to see you with hair your hair looking so great. is an upsetting situation it's most of the time. It's an upsetting situation. <laughs> I've, been, I've been going, I mean, I really have been, it's been long for mm-hmm. so long and no one ever sees it because I don't, I treat it as if like, you put it up. I walk around as if it's short. Like a short I hair. I just put it in a bun. Like a right. real, like a regular short hair. But it is a, a big commitment because when you put it up like you have short hair, it feels as if you have short hair, yeah. yet... You still have the option of long all hair. All of the upkeep. Well, of the long upkeep, hair. but you also have the option, though, yeah. to have long hair if you want to. Yeah. Whereas I have never wanted that option my entire life. Yeah. So now I was I'm looking just at like, the pictures you sent. So you had like shoulder length hair. In yeah. And in some of those pictures, it's like past my shoulders. But I yeah. legit wore it in a ponytail every right? single That's what day. I'm talking about. Yeah. Like a serious ponytail with the most ridiculous bangs. Yeah. I wow. don't know what those were. were the, is it just straight across? I can't it was, remember. but I have this. You can sort of see it. It's been it acting will, up. Oh, good. Widow's this, Peak. Yeah. Maybe. Widow's Peak and like a bit of a split. Uh-huh. It's mm-hmm. working pretty mm-hmm. well today. Yeah. But no, man, it's great. I've been fighting that my whole life. Just like a Jesus. split and a cowlick at the yeah. same time. And the split is in the middle I of the cowlick. I can't, I just can't accept that you have any problems with what I'm well, seeing. It's been like a work in progress for 20 years, basically. Okay. So Did a you, lot of work, a lot of blood, sweat, and tears have gone into this haircut. But when you first got your, how old were you when you finally got it, chopped it all off? When I, well, I chopped it all off when I was in fifth grade, uh-huh. like really short. And had like a funny part, like the guy that cut my hair's name was Jez. Uh-huh. 
explains which it. I didn't understand any of it. the Im- implications uh, of any of that that was going on yes. in like northeastern Ohio uh-huh. with this guy because once he cut my bob my like Jodie Foster bob that I had oh for a long God. time let's and he go just, ahead like, and compare all hairstyles and- to Jodie Foster I'm ready I'm on <laughs> right? board yeah he cut up in the back so there was like a and he was like don't tell this is not a mistake tell people this is yeah. not a mistake it's on purpose like he was trying to give me something cool he and cut up like he made it longer in front and shorter and back or just he like cut- the tiniest bit like imagine like yeah four inches wide yeah he just went zoop and cut at an angle oh so it was like it looked like huh. a mistake yeah <laughs> he was like it's Ultimately, not a mistake it's it's, uh, it's very difficult when the when, when they say to you <laughs> yeah. now everyone's gonna Look, think this is, is a mistake everyone is gonna think but I've every done you single a huge person, service but here just today. tell everyone as yeah. a child that yeah. it's not a mistake. Yeah, you didn't do this to yourself. Yeah. So then, with this short haircut, um, and I, sh- I, I will find that picture and send that to you because it's a good one. It's not high school; it's childhood. But then he like instead of having a straight part, he did like a zigzag part and mm-hmm. then cut my hair. So then I had to always try to put it in a zigzag which is very hard to I'm do i'm so confused so was i a zigzag <laughs> yeah. part i've never heard I don't of such a thing i don't think anybody else has ever had almost like like when you would braid your hair which i never yeah. did because i didn't want to have braided hair yeah because you would do that with a braid yeah, be- take pieces but and- it's tight God, and then it sits so like that weird. but this was just loose hair <laughs> <laughs> so hard to get wow. it back in that zigzag. So that was the first time. And then I like grew it out because people would call me a boy in like a mean way or they would do it. Like I've always, since I was about six, I've just had a problem going into women's restrooms, public restrooms and people, mainly men, because yeah. for some reason I go into these public restrooms and men are in there cleaning them. And then yeah. they would yell at me to get out of there, which <laughs> is so, it's not irony, but yeah. it's something yeah. like a man <laughs> telling you like, you're a man, you shouldn't be in yeah. here. Yeah. It's like, it's a bit I'm working on yeah, <laughs> to yeah. try to no, unlock what I, that thing you're is. You're right. What is that? Because it's you're right. It's so not, perfect. You know, it's, I, first of all, I applaud you for not just assuming that it's irony because I think most people would. But you're right. It's it's sort of like a right turn from irony somehow. Right. And it's like maybe it is irony. It, it feels like the same know. feeling that's behind like dudes that have to like smack down women on the internet. You know, it's yeah. like no, I know, I know better. Yeah. Even though you're it, by your own yeah. logic, you are wrong. Yeah. For being in here, yeah. <laughs> you shouldn't even be in here yeah. either. But actually, I'm a woman. So yeah. then, you know, as a kid, it was like, you know, that's what I wanted. I mean, I wanted to look like a boy. Right. But then in reality, when I had the short haircut, the way people treated me, it was like too hard to right. do. And so then I grew my hair out longer. And then when I went to college, basically I like cut it off. Yeah. I cut it all off. It was like, because you have, because you do. And that's certainly, I have never thought of you as looking like a boy, but that's on me. Sure. I mean, you definitely rock androgyny in an awesome way. Thank you. But Thank that, you, but that's exactly why I wouldn't say that because right. somebody who I would say looks male really looks male to me right yes opposed to like oh no you have the you know you sort of have the androgyny that i think is marvelous um but uh but you do have the face for short hair there's just no oh, doubt about you. it you yeah know, it just look, it's fits really hard to imagine <laughs> me too i have a hard time you. with it yeah <laughs> i i honestly can't even think it would look so weird 
Have you ever wigged it up? Just Not to yet. Sort of go, but I would love to put a wig on and yeah. just be like, look at this. Look at this, everybody. <laughs> Walk into a men's room. What do you think now? <laughs> no, that's no, not. Get that's out not of really, here. That didn't prove You're an alien, really anything. Right? I'm not sure Yeah, <laughs> yeah. who you got revenge at in that situation. Yeah. Uh, I'm so glad you're doing my haircut podcast. Absolutely. This is a pleasure. Chopping it up with Janet Varney, I right? Don't, chopping it up. <laughs> a lot of people think it's a chopped salad podcast. Sure, no, but it's Incorrect. Hair. Incorrect. Um, what if I did just insist... That seems like something that like Weinbach would do, like Brent Weinbach would yeah. be like, and then I had said it, so I went ahead and talked no, about that's hair what for an is. hour. <laughs> yeah. I'm just not that no, person. We don't have to commit but to I would have, I think I would have saluted him if he had done that. Of course. I've, now I'm saying as if it was a choice he made, like in an <laughs> he alternate did it. universe. What a great he, job. he did. <laughs> Brent Weinbach did such good work Chopping on this it podcast up with Brent we're recording. With Brent Weinbach. Yeah, he was great. You guys just listen to that just episode. To that I don't one. know why I. Ay-yay-yay. Get into an alternate universe and listen to that yeah. episode instead of this one. Yeah, hopefully it won't take you that long. You know where I think maybe the door to an alternate universe is is if you're a man going to the woman's room, if you're a woman <laughs> yes. going to the men's room. Yes. Shit get crazy. It gets crazy. Right away. But you know right what's away. funny? I accidentally went into a men's restroom uh, about two years ago. It yeah. doesn't happen very because I'm always very diligent uh-huh. <laughs> around the bathroom. <laughs> it's like it's a place that I have to like prepare before I go in, you know, uh-huh. like. How many people are around the doorway? Are there, is there a line? Like it, it is like a minefield for me. Yeah. <clears throat> so I was in the Cleveland airport and I just, I was in like a bad, just like my family stuff was happening. So I was like, not, I was distraught. And I like just went into the men's restroom without even really looking. And I was like, huh, there's a lot of soldiers in here. Uh-huh. And I went, oh my God, they're all standing up. And then like a couple of them saw me and I just like turned around and left they didn't care at all. Right, right, That's right, what's right. so funny yeah. about it. And like, I mean, the thing is like women have given me shit in, yeah. the, in the women's restroom too. But like they think you're, you're a boy in the women's Yeah, like so, some woman will be like, um, excuse me? Yeah. <laughs> like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> that has to, that, there, there has to be a rate of diminishing returns in like cities that are more and more metropolitan oh, sure. to smaller and smaller communities. Absolutely. It's really like the airport. Right. These days where it's hard because that even if you're in Los Angeles, there are still people from everywhere. Yes. Yes. In the Los Angeles airport. That's so you're correct. like running into a popular, uh, such a mixed yeah. uh, geographical population yeah. and mixed population in general, just yeah. like all different kinds of people in the airport, mainly people that can afford air travel. So well, that would sure. be the one thing. Sure. sure. The that one, is spe- one commonality. Thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah. And people are just so focused in the airport. Right, 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 right. On what? I don't know. Well, you know what? It's funny you would say that because, well, first of all, I want to say one quick thing, which is that I very much enjoy the little tip of the hat you just gave to this thing that happens to all of us where uh, the most obvious answer for why you're seeing something for some reason eludes you and your brain comes up with like a different reason or yeah. uh, like or just an observation where... Like, like, I feel like I've had the same situation. I, I can't think of an example, but um, I'm putting hand sanitizer on. Oh, yeah. I, I suddenly, like, I, I don't know why. I suddenly uh, I get felt it. like I had... Um, you needed to sanitize. No, it was, like, a weird, like, uh, I put my hand up near my face, and for mm. some reason I had this, like, did I pet my dog? I, mm. I, which, by the I way, I, there's no... Oh, this is another segue. I mean, this is another total tangent. <laughs> I've just worked on a kid's show with dogs yes. this last week. and um, it Real was like physical dogs. Real Actual. dogs, trained dogs, but there was so much slobbering and mm. so much licking of my face. Yeah. I usually don't think that about my dogs, but I think I got myself yeah. diligent about that. <laughs> sure. So that's sort of flashback. Now, Understand. the part about walking into the, male, the men's bathroom, the male bathroom, <laughs> the male bathroom. And, and sort of making that quick observation of mm-hmm. like, oh, there's a lot of, a lot of soldiers in here and sort of not 
connecting the dots that fast. Yeah. I just always enjoy that. Those moments <laughs> sure. where you're like, huh. my brain really sort of clearly was awake because I made an observation, right. but like couldn't but take I didn't it to the next the, level yeah. of like, which means I'm in the men's room and I should not be in the men's room. <laughs> and not because there's only male soldiers, but because there's a lot more that's of correct. them and you don't really see that many female soldiers and clip, you know, oh, like, that's you correct. You just go all the way down the rabbit <laughs> I hole. I can figure it all out. Yeah. But then the other thing I was going to say about the airport is, you know, you would think that that would be a place where people are so tired and focused on themselves that they would they notice so the least of all. Themselves. I think that they are like, why are you in my space? Like, mm, this is my space and you're not supposed to be in here. Interesting. Which is why people are so freaked out about the bathroom anyway. Is right. that it's like such a, the women's bathroom. Because yeah. people don't, it's not about the men. The, the, the conversation is not about uh, people being in the men's room. Right. It's about like men being in women's space, which as a woman, yeah. as a cis woman, I appreciate and understand. However, we have to figure out a way to un- to parse it out yeah. that like it's really just people trying to go to the bathroom and like you're not actually talking about like cis men right. going into a women's restroom right we're talking about actually the opposite of right. that right and like it's a woman everyone is i shouldn't say it's i, I yeah. it's all women being in the women's restroom, yeah. you know, or it's just like, having no, restrooms that people can access. Well, that's what I said. Just so many onesies. places in Nobody Europe. Cares. Yeah. So many places in Europe <laughs> are just like, yeah, all wash your hands in the same place. You yeah. go into your, I might be peeing next to a guy. Like yeah. at what point do we sort of, we could also just do away with the urinal. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> we could just, is it, the, is it super effective? Like, is it really efficient? It's so gross. One wonders. Um, yeah. When I was in Japan, I wasn't prepared for, the difference between like I for some reason because most uh toilets have now been westernized yeah and also the Japanese now are known for like their extraordinary avant-garde beautiful oh, right. toilets they have, like, where there's sounds like, and yeah so, like, you can a, to make yeah. a flushing sound if you don't want to mm-hmm. be heard flushing your own t- I'm not sure but uh <laughs> but but there are some areas in in Tokyo uh and especially Kyoto where you see that there it's like Western toilet and then doesn't say anything. And then Uh if you open that, it's essentially just a hole in the ground with like a a lid on it that you just squat down as a woman and squat over. And that was the first time I'd ever experienced that that kind of toilet. I know. (laughs) I know. Because our toilets are like so improperly designed anyway. Yeah. They're like really bad for bodies. Yeah. That sounds great. They're poisonous. <laughs> they are poisonous. They, you know, they make it with asbestos still. Of course, yeah. All and asbestos toilets. The water has lead in it, right? And the water has lead in it. <laughs> um, take me back to what you, where you were saying, where was Jez? Oh, that was in, uh, well, I grew up in Akron, Ohio. Okay, okay. Um, so this was in, in Akron. Okay. And so, uh, so you went to high school in Akron? I did. Okay. Yeah, I went to live there my whole life, and I didn't leave until I was 25, 24, okay. 25, 24. Um, yeah. I haven't had that many Ohioans. You got it. Okay. <laughs> you that was like I was Buckeyes. trying to. Oh, I haven't had that People many Buckeyes. Go by that That's one. good. The but, Buckeye uh, State. Yeah. The What's Buckeye a Buckeye? State? It is like a nut. I think oh. seed, acorn type thing. It comes off of it a Buckeye a, tree. Like some sort of sunflower. Mm-mm. I have no. No, it's a tree. And I, I couldn't even tell you why. There's sure. no basis well, for that. S- like somewhere along the line, you were like sunflower okay and then yeah. just kept moving on with your <laughs> life decision with myself <laughs> yeah i don't have time for it's this sunflower right I'm busy Great. i'm moving a busy on gal. yeah <laughs> buck of course it's a but i guess a buckeye isn't really well so it looks like a buck. you know what i get like the eye of a buck how grim i know yeah that is gross i didn't think about it that way i know how why you you do buckeye and then there's a black-eyed susan black-eyed susan that Eyes. is it <laughs> 
Oh my god! This is amazing that we just that figured is that the best one minute mystery. <laughs> That's ever been solved. Cereal. That was really easy to solve. We got it. Oh my god! Thank you. That's exactly this why. This is why it's so great to meet exactly new people why. because then we and I got the satisfaction of making that connection. Yeah. God, that's great. So, but it but it's a nut that looks like the eye of a bug. Yeah, it's like an acorn without a top. Basically, is it edible? Um, why is it so special that they I made it in a Buckeye State? I honestly don't know. I mean. And I, I usually am very well up on my like Ohio history stuff, but the Buckeyes is the mascot for the Ohio State. And so University. is a person just dressed as a nut? It is. It is. Brutus, <laughs> Brutus the Buckeye, his head is a Buckeye, Perfect. and then he's just like got a human body. Huh. Um, and then there, it's disturbing. really popular in Ohio to make Buckeyes, which is just like a little dessert thing that's just oh, okay. chocolate with peanut butter in the middle. Oh. Well, so listen, that's, that. I have no issue with that whatsoever. Yeah. And the, tr- the leaf of the tree... Uh, looks just like pot. Okay. <laughs> it looks very similar to like a marijuana leaf. Interesting. Well, Ohio is one of those places that I, I'm trying to think of. So I guess what I was saying is I haven't had that many Ohioans. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to like smooth it over in case it was just Ohioans for some no, reason. Sure. I, I don't know why. It would I be, appreciate but, that. Uh, I, wa- can... I was trying to I was trying to walk the line. Yeah. And, but you were <laughs> you did a great job. Shrewdly picked up on <laughs> the fact that I was actually right. Yeah. Um. It, it, but but uh. But my friend Suzanne Santo, who is in an awesome band called Honey Honey, she certainly oh, is from uh, yeah. Cleveland. Yes. And she does have that like loving pride and just like real affection for Cleveland Mm -hmm. in the way that people do about a city that is sort of misunderstood or misimagined, misimagined, I guess. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, for sure. Because there's just no, I have no sense of what Cleveland would have been or is. And then people from Cleveland are like, that's actually great. Like you would really like it, you know? So do you have that? Did you have that sort of point of pride about it? And did you always, or was it something you came back to? I mean, I definitely didn't always. Yeah. And what's funny is like, I love Cleveland. Like my favorite, I'm really a huge baseball fan and my team is the Cleveland Indians. Mm -hmm. Uh, My other team was the Atlanta Braves. So I just really love the racist baseball team. (laughs) It's just what I, I already immediately was thinking about the goofy, big nose, red, yes. It's my favorite team, and that is their team name, so I call them that, but I try not to buy even anything that says the word Indians on it. Yeah. Like, not that I'm some hero, but just because I'm like, hey, I don't want to wear that. I'm a white person. I probably shouldn't wear that. Like, it's not my thing to choose. It's my team, but like, I bought an away jersey because it just says Cleveland. Perfect. Doesn't have the Chief Wahoo on it. Perfect. They luckily have made that logo their secondary logo. Mm -hmm. Hopefully, they'll get rid of it soon. What's the first one now? Uh, It is a Block C hat it just is like oh, okay, a block great. you yeah. know like a collegiate looking yeah, seat. and I, I think it's a cool looking hat yeah I, I like it a lot better what are the um i always i always go back and forth on this because i took a bunch of um america at, at, in san francisco mm-hmm. the department is american indian studies oh and yeah. i worked at the american indian film institute mm-hmm. but then other people so that's like as named by american indians of course yes but then the then people some who don't know that get mad at me when I say American Indian and not Native American. Yeah. So um, I just want to clear that up right now. It's a longer, yes. slightly more complex mystery solved. <laughs> uh, but anyway, what are what are the tribes that are in uh, in Ohio? Do you know? I don't know. I not off the top of my head. That. I don't know. Um, it might be like. I know that's yeah. 
I'm trying to think. I, I, I'm good at the stuff on the West Coast, but I'm, I'm less good um, in the middle of the country. As uh, a Cleveland Indians fan, I should that. know that. <laughs> you should know that. <laughs> I tribe know you're that. most closely right. offending. Uh, that would be the baseball oh, team. That's the only... Um, sure, sure. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but I brought the it might baseball be like team. Cherokee or something. You know the thing, I, the, the, yes. the, the thing that, that one of the tribes that like so many people have like yes. one eightieth or whatever. That you know, sounds a, right like that. to I, me. I really don't know. This is um, this is a slippery slope. It is absolutely. So I'm not going to guess. Great, 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 great. Oh, but the reason I brought that up is because you know I'm a fan of the Northeastern, the Cleveland teams. Not a huge football fan, so I don't really care about the Browns, but whatever. But I'm from Akron. And so I never say that I'm from Cleveland, which okay. is an interesting to me distinction. Yeah. Because I know a lot of people from, some people from Akron will just say they're from Cleveland. Yeah. Like, cause they lived there for a year or something like that. But like, how far I'm, away are they? Like 40 minutes. Okay. Not even, you yeah. know, like it's a very, well, that would quick be drive. like me saying I was from Phoenix, which I would never, well, I guess that's two hours away, but still yeah. like, that's not something that would, I would never replace tucson with any other city yes. that was better known because it was nearby yeah because people no, more people know about it or something yeah like i did not grow up there and they're two distinctly different cities yeah i'm sorry Even i wasn't implying similar. by the way that you did i was oh, just no, 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 i no. just brought up cleveland in general me. because that's like that's the only absolutely point of reference i have for ohio which is the sort of like now hold on no hang on it's pretty... we've made some mistakes yeah, yeah. <laughs> no i totally got what you're saying yeah. i just think it's a it's funny also that i'm like no 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 that's not <laughs> how does Akron compare different. to like size wise or even just like culture wise culture wise it's what's the culture like in Akron? i don't i don't even know <laughs> It's such a weird, it, that's the thing is it's such a city. Well, here, I can tell you, give you an idea of the culture uh, based off of the people that have come from there. Mm-hmm. Uh, the band Devo. Okay. Great, great, Chrissy great. Hind. Well, we knew that. Yes. And Jim Jarmusch. Okay. The Black Keys and LeBron James. All right. Like these are okay. the people that are from Akron that are still sort of in the culture right now. Yeah. Is that, is it, what, I'm trying to remember. I I now I certainly don't travel as much as a stand up but I I now have that thing where I travel enough that I I can't remember what airport is oh, why right. yes but I remember some airport where that that isn't that was an airport that very aggressively at like like floor to ceiling portraits of famous people from there uh-huh. might have been Oklahoma City that now makes that sense. I'm thinking about it. Yeah. Yeah. Is that the kind of thing that Akron would do? Like, I mean, just with- as a reminder, everyone, <laughs> yeah. these people came from here. Yeah. With the Black Keys and LeBron James, for sure. Yeah. Just because they're like, and the, the Black Keys are very into their Akron roots, and so is LeBron James. Like, mm-hmm. he has never dropped that from his, his whole thing. I'm trying to immediately, as I'm sure many have before me, uh, uh, for probably even better reasons than I, but I'm trying to think of what the through line is there. There is something kind of like unapologetically, uh, like I know who I am, yes. but in a non pushy way. Yeah. Does that make like, sense? Like this is it. Yeah. You're either into it or you're not. Yeah. I'm doing my own I thing. I do see that. I do feel like I can it's see It's also like a little off kilter, mm-hmm. not, you know, it fits, but it doesn't fit, mm-hmm. you know, because LeBron James is not Michael Jordan, you know? Right, right. It's like he's got a different thing going on. And yeah. what that different thing is, is like he's kind of a family man. Mm-hmm. You know, which is yeah. like sort Wholesome. of atypical yeah. for professional sports, yeah. you know, for that to be like your thing. That yeah, you're that's like, a good point. But so when you were growing up there, m- many of the people that you just named were not yet necessarily 
from like it wasn't they weren't a thing yet right they were in the either in the Hines past certainly was yeah like Who, was that something that you were like acutely aware of yeah like Devo and yeah, Devo Hines, for, sure. for sure yeah yeah, yeah. and Jim Jarmusch not until I was like getting into artsy stuff or yeah whatever and didn't realize he was from there but yeah for did, sure did that serve as a kind of like did you yourself have a sense of you know what I had something like I'm uh, somebody could say that about me once sometime I think you so know? Yeah. Because I always felt like a weirdo. Yeah. You know? And I feel like Akron is like a town for weirdos. There's uh-huh. also plenty of normal people there. Right. <laughs> it's not like everybody's uh, got a that would make it, pottery you know, wheel in their kitchen or, or something. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but some people do. But some I'm people intrigued. Do. Yeah. Um, I mean, and like Tim the Ripper Owens is also from there. He's from my neighborhood. That's the guy that like became the Judas Priest lead singer. Oh, yeah. When, okay. Um, What's his name left? And yeah. uh, they made that movie Rockstar starring uh-huh. Mark Wahlberg and Jennifer Aniston. Uh-huh. And that's like loosely based on his life story. I used to okay. see him ride his 10 speed oh, that's in funny. my neighborhood. That's really And LeBron funny. is from like a similar, a very close neighborhood yeah. from the same area. Um, but yeah, I just always felt like it's just got this tinge of weirdness to mm-hmm. it. Like Devo is a perfect example of yeah. that. Of like, I could not imagine that coming from anywhere else. Yeah, like an art students in the middle of because Kent State is where they met, mm-hmm. and it's like in the middle of the woods, kind of. Yeah, like compared to here, yeah, compared to Los Angeles, it's in the middle God, of the it's woods. It's so sad that the best point of reference I have for Kent State is obviously what happened. Yeah. But um, and for those of you who don't know. I guess look it up. I guess look it some, up. Or listen some, to the song Tins uh, Ohio by oh, Crosby, uh, Stills, Crosby, Nash, Stills, Nash, Young. There you go. Yeah, <laughs> that's a that great song. quick course. You'll know there were that'll, four dead in Ohio. Right you up. may not remember why, but you <laughs> yeah. will know that part because it repeats uh, a lot in the song. Many times. Yeah. Um, uh, so in what way did you feel like a weirdo when you were in high school? What was your high school like? And what were you like? Um, well, I think I felt like a weirdo. And I think it was probably mostly because I was gay, but mm-hmm. I didn't know that's what it was mm-hmm. <laughs> just because I didn't know gay people. And, um, you know, did you know that you were yeah. at that point? Yeah, like really sometimes like you don't know. four, but you don't yeah. know what the word is for. You just feel like, Oh, I'm different because mm-hmm. I don't want to do that. Yeah. Like I always wanted to be the dad when we would play. I went to all girls school mm-hmm. in elementary school. So I'd always want to be like the dad. Yeah. Um, I always wanted to wear like a vest, you know, when we would play dress up, I never, grabbed dresses i never that's not what i wanted to do yeah. like i just wanted to do the other things i yeah. didn't like think about my wedding you yeah. know i thought about like a suit i could wear yeah you know? like, so but that but so the other so the one distinguishing thing too could be because like obviously there are also straight girls who are tomboys of who course. also feel that way and then there are gay women who mm-hmm. love putting it on a dress so it's hard to say but if you had if you were having that experience and nobody was sort of even touching that yes. in terms of like yep. you know you didn't see anybody else doing that or right. being aberrant if you will yeah then yeah that does feel like it sticks out yeah and then yeah. the other funny thing is like people didn't talk about the fact that i was a tomboy because i feel like something that happens if you are a a straight girl a yeah. little girl that is straight and you are a tomboy people can tell like the people around you the adults around you are like oh you're such a tomboy right because they can see in you like that that's just who you are yeah and but then when you're gay parents are like oh boy I think, or at least they were in the yeah. 80s it's definitely changed now so this is only my experience yeah uh that they wouldn't name it mm. you know like like people didn't call me a tomboy because they were like this runs deeper maybe than- a little bit deeper than, yeah. than a girl that like just loves sports and sure doesn't like prissy things and sure. but is still like likes boys and stuff yeah. um yeah like my last name is butcher 
And no one has ever called me Butch in my entire life until now. Isn't that funny? Yeah. I remember a very specific moment in elementary school because I used to go to after school care, um, which was what we just called like uh, kids with single moms. (laughs) 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 And so we would stay till like six or seven and it was like a crew of kids, of girls. And uh, these women were like the teachers or whatever we called them, Miss something. Um, It was such a specific experience because we only were in the gym, just like doing your homework in the gym. Yeah. Such a specific feeling to it. But I remember one day we were like trying to come up with nicknames for everybody. Uh-huh. And somebody's like, we should call her Butch. And the one woman, Miss Mary, was like, uh, no, you shouldn't. Let's, oh, no. No. Oh, that's so Because funny. it was too accurate. Right. You know, like you yeah. call somebody shorty if they're really tall or something. You right, know, like you right. don't. Yeah. You don't give a nickname to someone that is what they are. Yeah. You know? Well, it's funny because, um, I mean, now not to put too fine a point on it, but uh, I do feel like but you're also not butch to me. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. well, like I wouldn't call Tilda Swinton butch. Sure. I wouldn't call David Bowie butch. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So uh-huh. it's like, it, it, there's not, that yeah. doesn't work for me either because, totally. uh, because of the fact that you're, you know, you're still not, but it, just imagine a yeah. little girl with like a Jodie Foster haircut that sure. had to wear a skirt every day. Sure. But the, like this person in what that. What else do you call that? It's, yeah. That's super butch yeah. because of yeah. that situation. Yeah. And also yeah. like butch can be so many different things. That's like, true. Um, my fiance and I, Cameron Esposito, my fiance, we just put Cameron. out a, yeah, she's, she's great. I love her too. Uh, we that just works put out. out a, it does work out great. Yeah. We just put out a calendar called Butch Ups, which is just like photos of us in menswear, basically. That's great. And like, we're two completely different kinds of butch, yeah. you know, and it can be whatever you want it to be. Yeah. That's a And it's point. a good thing. Like, yeah. cause early on in my like, uh, out gayness, I did not want to be considered butch. Mm-hmm. You know, I was just like, uh, 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 and it's like this kind of internalized homophobia or like internalized like sexism it's so many misogyny all these things at the well, same yeah, time i, mean, I think like, if, if things become that that's a, a potential other kind of fork in the road right is that yes. sort of whatever it was that you were subjected to overtly or implicitly that was uncomfortable for you some people lean so hard into that in a very like fuck you i'm gonna mm-hmm. take this back kind of way and some people hold on to it and that's also completely understandable sure. you know if you're identifying it with something that felt other made you feel other you know what you're more interested in is being feeling more inclusive or feeling like you know i don't know that totally makes sense yeah what so when you were in high school did you did you did you kiss anyone did you have i well i sent you like a prom photo i (laughs) could not love that more (laughs) it is the best awkward yeah and there's guys i'll post on facebook if i don't actually use it as the main photo for unnerdist but um, it is the sort of classic, like sliver Harvest of a moon, crescent moon, moon. Yeah, sliver <laughs> yeah. of a moon that Rhea is sitting on. And then there's like the dorkiest bless his heart. Yeah. Like, I'm sure he's great. It's just oh, high he's school. Great. I it's just was school. at a, he was my date to Amazing. my best friend's wedding two weeks ago. Amazing. And we were both wearing suits. I That's could send great. you photos. That's great. Or I should just show you photos of us like yeah. together at that wedding. There's a sense, I guess in the picture, what I mean is there's a sense for me immediate. And I don't know if I projected it on there, but to me, there seemed an immediate sense of both of you being like, get along. Of this. this is weird huh <laughs> yeah. like look at us on this weird this sliver is weird. of a moon <laughs> yeah. yeah 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 i had that was like my first boyfriend first mm-hmm. dating experience 
and we dated for like two years in oh, wow. high school and okay. we had been friends we were the also part of the reason why it was so weird is we were both skateboarders like mm-hmm. in high school i went from really into organized sports like basketball volleyball i really wanted to play baseball but you can't really as a woman mm-hmm. um, was there a softball team or no no there That's wasn't a softball team yeah. and i also i played softball one summer and i didn't like it at all yeah i just was like i really want to be playing baseball it's a yeah. different game fair fair um, and then i just rejected sports altogether because i was like super punk rock and uh-huh. you know skateboarding and uh, no jocks or whatever sure um in high school so we were like two skateboarders and also from like a bad neighborhood compared to most of the people i was going to school with so there was like all of that was going on yeah um yeah it was just such a weird thing to be I, like i wore a sweater to, to like homecoming great great but you <laughs> went to homecoming farmer's stand. yeah that was homecoming I think. that was homecoming because i didn't even go like i didn't even yet. know i couldn't tell other than prom which I went to Me too. Like, with like my prom I, dress I and like, combat boots because I... I thought I was <laughs> yeah. pretty in pink or whatever. Yeah, uh, I have couldn't tell you a single dance that occurred. Yeah, at my school, I had no sense of any of that. Going I didn't. On. I only went senior year because I was yeah. like, I kind of feel like I'm gonna maybe be bummed that I didn't have this experience yeah. at least once, yeah, yeah. and I should just do it my senior year to yeah. have fun. Did when you. When you came into uh, high school, and of course, uh, everything revolves around me. So I'm yes. just thinking t- about my own kind of transformation from one thing to the next. Um, how did that ev- evolution into punk happen for you? Did it, did it happen during high school? And was it, it just like, well, what if I do this? Well, uh, that <laughs> yeah. worked out okay. I've always liked this. What if I did this? What if I wore this today? Or right. what if I, you know what I mean? Yeah. I know that's kind of a broad question to ask, but. No, I mean, it makes sense. Well, because I, at my elementary school, it was a Catholic school, but you didn't have to be Catholic to go there. And then it was all girls. So we had to wear uniforms every day, which were skirts, which now they're allowed to wear pants. And I am so angry that like the girls yeah. today yeah. can wear pants to that school. Yeah. But, I would have uh, hated that. Oh, I mean, it was I so terrible. I hated to wear a skirt like that. I hated that. it so much. I remember seeing girls who went to private school and being like, I cannot imagine having a uniform like that yeah. imposed I mean, on me. Looking back, I'm glad I didn't have to buy clothes, like just clothes, because I think uh given that I was from this and I didn't know at the time. Like that you, is you interesting, don't really isn't know it? That when you you're get, a kid. You kept getting put into this sort of like let's line the ducks up in a row and yeah. then let's see the one who's sort of standing let's out. See, find the weirdo. That, how, <laughs> yeah. how ill-fitting <laughs> can it so be many. from inside the inside out? You yeah, know? for sure. I mean it definitely made it easier, I think, to be in school because I didn't have to keep up with anything, yeah. you know, like shoes and fanny packs. Like they let us wear fanny packs to carry pencils around. That was like how you showed mm-hmm. yourself or whatever, mm-hmm. which was just enough. But then I weirdly was homeschooled for one year in seventh grade, uh-huh. um, essentially because I couldn't get into any schools, any oh, Catholic wow. schools. And then it was, God, they were, it's a very confusing time. Your parents were so sure that they wanted you to be well, in was my mom like wanted yeah. me in, in that area at the time, like the only good schools it was a bad were, neighborhood. Yeah, yeah, private schools. Like okay. she, both my parents had grown up in the same neighborhood as me and they didn't, neither of them, well, my dad didn't really have much to do with my school choices, but my mom didn't want me to go to any of the schools there just because she had had a bad experience mm-hmm. and didn't want me to go there. And um, so then, you know, you can't just go to whatever public school you yeah, want to go sure. to. So it was at the time so she was like the only other option were catholic schools and so the school that i was going to transfer to to go to middle school was a parochial school so you Mm -hmm. had to be so i was baptized catholic to go to the school school. for one year classic and now guess what you can just go to that school you Uh don't have to be baptized Uh so 
Thank God. Another. Thank God I got baptized. Yeah. <laughs> so I was homeschooled for a year and then, what was but that also like? played, it was weird. I mean, do you have brothers and sisters? Nope. It was just me. Yeah. And then eventually like your parents still together. No, they were, they've been divorced the whole time. Okay. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Right away. But he, he still lived in Akron too. He saw did. Him. Yeah. yeah. So I had like visitation and mm-hmm. stuff. Um, but God, just your mom and you just my mom. When I well, think about I, the brief period with yeah. my grandparents in okay. their house so I okay. had like a three okay. person parental unit yeah and like eventually my mom had to get a job so I just like was teaching myself which Interesting. meant USA was playing a lot of movies in the uh-huh. mornings <laughs> and so I spent a lot of time like I basically got like a film education uh-huh. And the reason I got into skateboarding is because they played Gleaming the Cube. Amazing. And I was like, oh, yeah, skateboarding is cool. Because oh I had liked it I when I was that it came from like Gleaming six the Cube. because mm-hmm. I loved Back to the Future. And I had sure. a skateboard then. And then I just didn't. It just didn't take off with me. It was like more into my bike and stuff like that. And yeah. then I was like, oh, yeah, I do like this. Yeah. And then I got deep into skateboarding because oh God, of that movie getting replayed crush on, on you. I can just imagine. <laughs> Like if I saw you skateboarding around the neighborhood, um, what is, so would you like wear your uniform and then sort of go home and immediately and then, tear it off yeah. and change? Cause we would also wear umbros underneath. Like I don't if know what that is. They're little soccer shorts. They were oh, okay. really popular. They're coming back around again. Oh, uh, soccer shorts that were popular in the nineties. If you, when you went out for, uh, recess, if you wanted to play on the monkey bars or anything where you're hanging upside down, you had to be wearing shorts mm-hmm. or else you'd be sent back into school or whatever. Right. So I was like, fine. Yeah. I, please. Like it this was basically my like my never nude. Uh-huh. You know? <laughs> like I got to have these shorts on underneath and I was like, this yeah. feels so much better. Yeah. yeah. Oh God. <laughs> and so I would amazing. just like take that skirt off immediately yeah. and then just get in the car and go home. Yeah. Would you, and so, uh, you were skateboarding after school, I'm sure. Yeah. Like in every, and on weekends and yep. stuff. That's like a thing you, I don't know many skateboarders who like ska- skaters as I yeah, skaters. know them. Uh, I don't know many skaters who didn't just do it all the time. Oh yeah. You just you have do it to all the time. kind of, or yep. it's not fun and you can't get good at it. So yeah. that is like a real, and it's a social thing. Mm-hmm. It's like people who, you know, for a while I used to play like pickup basketball in my neighborhood mm-hmm. and like, that was how we hung out with each other. And then yeah. you just find these like new things to hang out with each other. Was and that you and a bunch of boys? Yeah. Always. Always. Same with skating. Same with skateboarding. Yeah. yeah. What, um, where, so and you was it was a bad neighborhood. You have like a place that you would go and like try. Yeah, there to do was a high school and, mm-hmm. that we would go to, and it was like really open, so uh, you wouldn't like get stuck in a place where somebody could like. Not that this happened often, but it did happen one time, and it was very scary that my friend and I got like I wouldn't say mugged because it was by other kids, mm. so we just got like beat up or whatever, Ugh. and had our stuff taken from us. What, they beat you up. They beat my friend up. They didn't beat me up because I was a girl, what? so they didn't beat me up. Well, <laughs> they punched him a bunch off. of times fun and they took his money they tried to steal while they yeah I did. well i just i froze i like didn't oh, know God, what to do I can't imagine. and it was there were like four kids Ugh. they were like bigger than us and yeah it was scary i have like a, a fear when i think what what did just flash to when you said that was um i'm like afraid i'm equally afraid of two th- scenarios as i guess imagining myself as a kid on sure. a skateboard number one is that i would freeze and not do anything and number two is that i would snap and hit someone in the face hit with, someone a with a skateboard yeah which you could like is kill way worse yeah 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 but like i, I have that yeah, oh yeah i feel i have the capacity with adrenaline it's absolutely really like it's fight or flight very extreme right yeah. and it's not it's i'm not always flight and yeah. i'm not always fight as i'm sure it's true for all of us and i do 
I've said before, like, I don't consider myself a temperamental person and I, I don't have a lot of blowups and there's not much stuff that like I get really angry about. But in the, in some brief times when for whatever reason I've been furious, I mean, I totally have thought to myself afterwards, like, I'm so glad I didn't have a weapon. Oh like, yeah. I'm not sure what I would have done. I, I really understand crimes of passion. I've like blown up at strangers for leaving oh, the God. gate open at the dog park just yeah. because like my dog was very close to the, yeah. you know, like you should know better. Yeah. And, like I, yeah, absolutely. I totally know what you oh, mean. Cause so the good. adrenaline just goes and yeah. you are like protecting either yourself or something yeah. that you're perceiving as important. And yeah. then you just like fly. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, first of all, I'm very sorry that that happened. Oh, so, it's, I mean, and then, and at what point in this, uh, this stuff does it start to feel like as much as it can for a gay young woman to like organically write for you to start sort of dating mm-hmm. this friend of yours that was also a skateboarder? Um, that I think I was 16 when we started dating. Mm-hmm. He was like two years. He is two years younger than me. Mm-hmm. Doesn't change. Uh-huh. <laughs> Doesn't eventually I mean, become. No, hold on. No, you're the same age now. <laughs> okay. Um, I can't remember. We were just around each other all the time. Yeah. And did so, he? And I liked initiate him. I, it? Yeah. I think I did. Well, that's. I talked about that with Cameron too, and yeah. and and other people as well on the podcast, which is like I don't. The sort of it's it, for some people it's like I couldn't even be touched by someone of the opposite sex, right? And for some people it's like eh, you know, I mean, yeah. it was fun kissing him. It was yeah. fun kissing someone that I liked. Right? It wasn't like oh my I god, I can't wait to have it. sex, or you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And for some people it was like, well, let's mm-hmm. have sex, and then yeah, I was definitely you know, like later on camp. it became more clear, like, well, I like having sex with this kind of person better, yeah. or you know, I think a, a bit of me was overemphasizing that uh, trying to date, not necessarily like. Oh, I really wanted to date him. It was more like, oh, I just really want to date. Yeah. Because no, I'm not. I swear to God, I'm not. You know, like there's a bit of that because Did you of the have time friends and, that you had crushes on at school? Yeah. The whole time. But I just didn't realize what it was, you know. Like yeah. I would just always deny it. People would like give me a hard time about it and I'd be like, No, I'm just really good friends. You know, yeah. <laughs> like Yeah. Uh, Did you ever and and have you since uh talk to anyone who also came out you know what i mean like is there did um, you now looking back did you have suspicions that somebody else might have been but not expressed it in the same kind of way that you were you know what's funny is there that, must have been sure at, gay girls well, there what's funny at my high school i don't know of any women that i went to high school with that have since come out hmm. none wow. zero um men however there were i mean were boy they were boys uh that were like in the way that they could be in Catholic school out. Yeah. They were not like necessarily being like, Hey everybody, I'm gay, but they were not saying like, I'm not gay. Mm. And also they were not hiding who they were. Like I had this good friend that was so funny. He and actually just like the, the brother school to whatever school. No, like it was, was, Oh, my high school was right. co-ed. Oh, it was co-ed. It was okay, Catholic okay, okay, and co-ed. Okay. Sorry I think I that. confused myself. Um, I think I just didn't, say I'm so, so and that's my fault nifty. i need to start this episode over again let's back it up at the beginning. <laughs> let's start over again uh, take it from the top <laughs> uh, but this kid like he did stand up for our talent show he did like impressions of the brothers because a bunch of the brothers were like vice principals and stuff like that mm-hmm. um basically the wardens of the high uh-huh. school um and he used to dress like Oscar Wilde every day. Oh, like he would, cause we had a, we had a dress code. And so he would dress up like every day, like wear a suit, like an ascot. And he had a cane and gloves that he would wear. Mm-hmm. And he like, cause it was a, it was the late nineties. So people were starting, you know, like queer eye for the straight guy mm-hmm. was like a thing, yeah. but it still was like, 
you weren't necessarily out and proud in Akron, Ohio at a Catholic school because yeah. like we were also actively being taught in religion class, like, well, the Catholic church believes that being gay is intrinsically violent. Right. So it was, we were all like walking this weird line, but they were definitely way more out than I was because I was still completely in denial at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, I haven't. It's funny that you bring that up. I hadn't really thought about it because they're all out, you know, every, there were, like at least three or four other guys that I knew that have since come out or mm-hmm. came out in high school and were mm-hmm. just younger than me and I was gone. But um, yeah, I don't know any women that I went to. I'm sure that there are. Yeah. I just don't know them. Did you, when did you come out? Um, well, it was a two-parter. Uh-huh. <laughs> I like, offic- well, it's actually a three-parter. Fully, completely out to everyone that was important to me at 28. Mm-hmm. Out to almost everyone, which is basically just not my dad, uh, at 22. Mm-hmm. And the first time when I realized fully a hundred percent that I was gay and came out to someone, mm-hmm. I was 19. Okay. What, what, uh, what was that experience like? What was the 19 one? The 19 year old was, uh, to a friend who I also had like feelings for, um, who was seven years older than me. Mm-hmm that I had become friends with when I was 16. So not great. How did like, you meet? We met through skateboarding. Okay. Um, and so I realized now, like looking back on it, like that wasn't so great. Cause he was 23 and I was 16, like probably not a great thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I had, I went skateboarding to this like uh, skate park in my town. And for the first time there was another woman there and it just didn't occur very often yeah. and it was a woman that i didn't know yeah um because i knew the other two women that i'd seen skateboarding at yeah. that time and uh i saw her and i was like this is crazy and then there's a guy there and he was mutual friends with both of us and he came over and was and i just remember having this like weird physical reaction to it of like nerves but not scary and not just like adrenaline yeah but not in a scared way yeah and he was like hey uh you see that girl over there i was like oh yeah He's like, she thinks you're super cute. And I had never thought about that. And it just like hit me like a ton of bricks. Like, oh, a woman thinks I'm cute. And I I just in that moment and I wasn't like we didn't. I think he actually was making it up, which is totally fine because we we ended up being friends and stuff. But she dated men like she wasn't a lesbian or anything. But uh, I'm glad that he did because it helped me out a lot. I don't think he was trying to make me feel weird or anything. I just think. He thought it would be fun yeah. if he said that. And I'm grateful that he said it. Um, uh, real quick. Uh, yeah. But what about, so did you have, because you were talking about like, and listen, I'm not saying USA Network is the place to see gay sure. characters in film, but did you see characters? Because like, I know yes. for sure that's like where I, th- that's what I sort of remember. And, and Jodie Foster is actually a great example yeah. of, because I love this movie called The Hotel New Hampshire. I don't know if oh, you've yeah, seen, I've seen it, that but movie. she sleeps with Nastasha whatever her name is why can't i remember her name not leone um, hmm not leone that's not no the great no time. uh yeah no it's like uh she was like straight she had an accent and stuff she's very sort of sexy smoldering she was also in cat people um uh yeah it's 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 just it's like nastasha something nastasha kinski yeah that's oh, right that's yeah so she sleeps with her she yeah. sleeps with everyone in that right. movie she yes. sleeps with like, like, a, Rob like a very Lowe, right? standard yeah a very standard well, no, I think first she's gang raped. Then oh, she is, <sighs> then she dates, then she has like a weird obsession with the main guy, Matthew Modine, who I think orchestrated that rape. There's like weird complicated right. feelings that she has for him. And then 
she for sure sleeps with Natasha Kinski. I can't remember if there's anyone between there. And then eventually she ends up sleeping with her own brother played by Rob Lowe. Right. And that's an example of a movie where I was just like, what? Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. This is amazing. What's happening here? Yeah. yeah. I was obsessed with it. Um, but yeah, but that was like yeah. a way, a way in for me to go like, Oh yeah, it doesn't always work one yeah. way. Kind well, of I do thing. remember like Joe from the facts of life being mm-hmm. really important very early on. I'm yeah. Like, oh, that's what I'm like. You yeah. Know? Cause even, even the way her and Blair, like, they were totally in love with each other yeah you know like they both those actresses are like no 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 it's like but you guys were that's what you were tapping into whether you know it or yes. not yeah <laughs> like, that's, that's absolutely... a great point god i haven't thought about facts of life in a long time but she was very and you're absolutely right yeah. they were they you're absolutely right god that's so funny i would love to go back and watch that show with that mindset now i'm sure that Janet, I guarantee you, there's plenty of YouTube cuts of I'm just them sure interacting. You're right. Yeah, other. just the gayest parts of Bla- of Blair and Joe. Yeah, on the facts of life. I, I'm a big horrific. Blair and Joe shipper. Yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> I wonder who ships Mrs. G. Like <laughs> Joe and Mrs. G. Everybody. Yeah. Um. Amazing. Yeah. Uh, but so that yeah, happened, and Joe. then this guy. That because I, Joe ostensibly had a boyfriend who was also it, right. That's so course. similar. It's like she liked yeah. motorcycles, so she was right. with the motorcycle guy, even yeah. though really it was just more she was like him rather right. than one. To just want to just want to be like you yeah. yeah like all the all the like hunky boys that i yeah. had crushes on and like tiger beat posters of like Ryder strong and thomas and nicholas like i wanted yeah. to be them yes. i didn't want to or like marty mcfly like i wanted to be marty mcfly yeah. i didn't want to because i wanted to date jennifer right like, i didn't want right. to date marty mcfly right. i don't want to be jennifer i want to be marty yeah um, not that there's sense. anything wrong with jennifer of course of that's course. a great character it just depends on who you identify it just depends with on who you are yeah yeah so then, then this friend, uh, the other guy that was older than me, he had lived in California and was moving back. And so I flew out to drive home across the country with him, um, to have that experience, which was cool. Uh, cause I'd never really left Ohio before that. Mm-hmm. Only been to like West Virginia and maybe Pittsburgh, you know, stuff that doesn't really count because uh-huh. it's only like a four hour drive. And, uh, you know, got to see the country and possibility and all those things. And I just came out to him like on, in the trip. And I remember having this like very, again, physical reaction of like just my whole body, the whole, it was just everything at once, you know? And I had had that same experience when I watched Ellen DeGeneres come out on her show. I remember being like, Oh my God, this is me. And then I just like hid it away forever. Yeah. And then I came out to him and then like a week later after he had been in Ohio for a while, he came over and was like, you can't be gay. I moved back here to date you. And then I dated him for two years, two or three years. Oh God. Whoopsie. Thanks for that Catholic education. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I can't let that. I can't disappoint a man. Yeah. Um, I can't say no. I mean, I was, the thing is also I was a child and he was older than me. And so there's all those complications there of like a power dynamic and just all of it of like, well, okay. I mean, you did, but you know, if I was, if it was now, I'd be like, sorry, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you should have moved back for you, not for me. Let me, okay. First of all, anything you want me to edit out i totally will sure. and i don't know why i'm i i've never asked the question i'm about to ask before to anyone much like but but of course i'm making it about uh sexuality and sort of gender sure. identity but did you hunt yourself when you were in high school and oh so, yeah were you fantasizing about women or did yes. you allow yourself yeah to fantasize? yeah okay yeah. all right yeah i um, mean that's that's an interesting 
that's interesting, right? To be in the place where like, you know that that's yeah. what's on your mind when you are f- like feeling sexual, yeah. but like you're not taking it to the level of, you know, but that doesn't mean like I'm gay. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it makes Just you like, sympathetic even, like, for it. so many, you know, yeah. like husbands who consider themselves straight, who like having sex with men and sort of, I yes. don't know what that means. It doesn't necessarily mean that they are to your, you know, basically yeah. Just in, if it's an extension of that, you don't ever have to suddenly decide, I guess, that you yeah. are one thing or another, uh, other than how it affects the secrets that you keep from someone right. and, you know, the secrets that you may or may not keep from yourself. But, um, yeah, it's interesting. Like, it seems, I think to somebody who didn't have those struggles, someone would be like, how could you do that? Or like, how would you, how did you not know? Or how, yeah. if you, if this, then why not this, this, and this? And yeah. it's just not that simple. No, it's none of it is that simple. Like you were saying, I mean, cause there are people, uh, that think about same sex fantasies for, to be turned on, yeah. but they're like, but that's not what I want to do. Sure, sure, sure. And that doesn't make you gay. That just makes, that's what you're into and what you yeah. find attractive and stuff. Yeah. And also like, it just doesn't even matter. We're, we're definitely moving to a point where it's like, Hey, it doesn't matter what you think about. It's yeah. like who you are. Yeah. But the step in between those two things that I think we sometimes miss as like a culture is, Hey, let's think and be open about it. Right. <laughs> like we don't have yeah. to go like from the place where I was a kid when I was like, well, no, I'm not this, that I'm not that yeah. to like, yeah, whatever. It doesn't matter. Like yeah. there's a step in between there of being like, huh? Let's talk about it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, God, I feel like I was talking to someone about this. I can't even, with this, we could go down this rabbit hole and then just be talking for another hour. But I feel like I, I can't remember if it was on the podcast or if it was just in life, but uh, because I like to have big, important conversations, whether or not I'm being recorded. Sure. That's just a very deep yeah. person. I'm a very deep person. I'll just save it for the podcast. No. But I, but I was think I think I was talking about or thinking about, um, but certainly talking about with someone, this idea of kink and what will ha- what sex will look like and whether the same fetishes will exist if we're all more open about it right. and i don't mean that that's a good or bad thing you know part of me is kind of sad about that idea yeah. but i just wonder if nothing is like not okay like if mm-hmm. nothing is verboten I wonder if, because for some people, the appeal of something becomes the sort of like, for whatever it's connected to, whether it's something from childhood or it's not, right. this idea of, you know, if there's something about it that's like, it's my secret and yeah. I only want to share it with other people who feel the same way. If everything is sort of out and about and it's like, and everyone at any given time can be like, oh, I'm super into S&M or like, I'm super, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? I love being pissed on. Yeah. Like, I just wonder if it's how that will change the landscape of kink of anything yeah, outside oh yeah. the norm if everything becomes norm right what is how does that change things and will there be some other thing it? that you know obviously i don't approve of it harming anyone like if i you know i don't sure. want it to be like yes. well but became, it has to be it consenting was, yeah, adults exactly who are exactly. agreeing on what they're entering it just into. makes me wonder i mean i don't have an answer and yeah. I, there is no right or wrong answer i'm just kind of really curious no it is fascinating because we and are I think so that, you know because i i, I I would have almost like a parallel similar conversation I feel about like queer people of like, well, if everybody's so open about everything, because sometimes like going back to the butch calendar thing, like we just said like, hey, uh, we wanted to make a butch calendar that's like, hey, look at how hot butch can be. And some people are responding with like, uh, butch isn't a sexual oriented like and number one we didn't say that right. <laughs> number two what's going on for you that it offends you that somebody's even using that what you know like yeah. it does worry me that like we get so open that even having an identity is somehow offensive or troubling to somebody else mm, interesting yeah but then to bring point. that back to the kink thing like i think 
I think it just means we become more sexually specialized as a culture where like, cause kink is now like becoming so many different things. Like it's not just like weird things. It's just specific, you know, quote unquote weird things. Cause no offense to anyone. Sure, sure. I don't think well, anybody's what? kink is weird. Yeah. That's your by kink the most, and enjoy by it. By the most boring of terms, <laughs> what sure. becomes weird. Yeah. yeah. And by weird, I just mean different. Yeah. Cause like to me, weird is like a great word, but I, I know. find I, myself. You, I know. I, to me, that's like a compliment. Yeah. I, I say that you. as a compliment. Like Cameron, yeah. hey, I'm like, you're so weird. And she's yeah. like, that's mean. And I'm like, but that's not what I meant yeah. at all. And I'm sorry. <laughs> but yeah. To me, I, I love being I called weird. Exactly the same way. Um, cause that means I'm thinking different exactly yeah exactly i i just think like i don't think kink will ever go away because uh, i think it was on dan savage's podcast too somebody was saying how kink is like an evolutionary tactic to like finding partners Hmm. uh so that you can reproduce you know like and so i just think our brains are evolving in a way that is more open hopefully open-minded brains and then we just find more things mm-hmm. to be well, kinky sort of about. Like, I mean, it really is sort of, it's not unlike Comic-Con where you have this really specific example of how specialized mm-hmm. your enthusiasms can become in a shared environment yeah. and that that's okay. Right. And that that community is so much more accessible than it ever was, you yeah. know, that you would, I think, I feel like people would go to Doctor Who conventions who probably were like way more into Star Trek sure. or like, you know, Dark yeah. Shadows, but at least it's like a community of people who, you know, are impassioned about the same kind of stuff that you are. Yeah, exactly. So ha- it can happen in sex and outside of sex for sure. And at the same time, like Comic-Con is also, uh, you know, like, oh, well, it's getting watered down now and there's too many people and it's gotten too big and everything. But at the same time, like that many people are enjoying something that you like. It can't hurt you mm-hmm. for more people to like it. Mm-hmm. And with kink, like there's always going to be people that don't like something. Yeah. And maybe we'll just learn as people to be like, yeah, I'm just not into that. Mm-hmm. I think it's great that you are. Me not being into it has nothing to do with whether you should be or not. Yeah. But that's not what I'm into. I'm into this. And yeah. then they're like, oh, you know what? I don't like that either. So I'll see you later. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah, know? yeah. Like, Maybe we can just like <laughs> learn to communicate sure. what we're into with people. Sure. That's what I hope. Well, you know? ultimately, I hope that it doesn't yeah, go away. You're, you're ultimately what you're just saying is like, wouldn't it be amazing if there was just more mutual respect in yeah, general of, basically. of all kinds? God, that would be so great to be less af- for people to be less afraid of one another i know less terrified yeah but then you could even argue you know a little bit in like the gay i'm using gay as an umbrella term but like lgbt community of like well now we're getting so considerate of each other what we we used to be scary (laughs) you know (laughs) like older gays are like why do you guys want to get married that's the whole point of being us that we're not doing that that we're not being that and like um, I actually saw like a really great film at Dan Savage's Hump Fest, which mm-hmm. is like he shows homemade porn, great. Um, which was super awesome and just a fun experience. I highly recommend you go because like you cannot see the they do not put the movies anywhere. If you have your phone out when you're there, they'll take your phone yeah, yeah, yeah. and not give it back. Yeah. Um, that's like how serious they are about respecting the people that made the thing. But one of the movies was like a sort of acted out documentary of a gay couple who are like in their 60s or 70s that met in San Francisco. It's the story of the night that they met, and they met at a glory hole. Wow. And I was like, this is something that everybody needs to see. Mm -hmm. Like the fact that something that, you know, if you you put that out on the internet, Donald Trump is going to be like, this is abhorrent. This This is is, what's wrong with America. So many people that would be like, that's disgusting. Right, right. And then there's a bunch of people that's like, no, it's great. But there's the people in the middle that you could be like, hey, 
look at this. They found love this way. Yeah. Every, nothing, it, why would you judge that? Yeah. And this is just specific to this community kind yeah. of, you know, and it's a beautiful thing. Like yeah. it maybe not for you, but you can also just appreciate that sure. part of it. Sure. You know? Sure. Um, I love, yeah. I love that. I think, I really think the world of Dan Savage, I think that's a, yeah. that's a great He's example done a lot of, of somebody who's, yeah, who's <laughs> really picked up a lot of slack yeah. from a lot of people who aren't, who yeah. weren't coming to the table as early as he was. For sure. He may not be perfect. He yeah. does do some things wrong but yeah. he's done a lot of work for yeah. the gay community absolutely I absolutely so. um i can't believe how much this is flown by how long have we been talking like an hour five minutes i know that felt like nothing i know and we didn't even really get to talk about high school that much i'm sorry i mean well here's what <laughs> i do feel like here's what i wanted to ask well because i feel I, I have a, str- a pretty strong sense of like what you were doing with your time yeah. and but with, I definitely me, was you, not doing homework. Well, that's what I was going to ask. <laughs> were you a good student? No, <laughs> I was very early on. And then yeah. I just, I learned how to game the system, mm-hmm. you know? And I was just thinking the other day, even at a private school where ostensibly yeah. you should be able to do that less, I guess, nope. according to I some. just, I was like charming, I think, mm-hmm. which is very weird. But like, I kind of approached high school the same way. I eventually approached my terrible office job of just like, I do not want to be here, yeah. but I'm here because I'm supposed to be, you know, like mm-hmm. I don't want to be here at all. Yeah. And I would How just did- get as many uh, sick days as I possibly oh, could. Yeah. I hear that. But uh, so were you getting C's? Were you, or were you charming yeah. enough? I mean, I got like, like B's yeah. and some stuff. Like mm-hmm. I really liked science and art classes, mm-hmm. super into art classes, which I then went to went college to in my hometown for art. Yeah. Um, and, or what kind of art were you doing? Illustrating uh, or printmaking? Okay. So it was like, and I was doing a lot of painting and photography. That's great. Um, which is why my Instagram is so good. <laughs> I mean, sometimes education does pay off, you guys. <laughs> it really does. What, uh, w- would you be, would you combine those things and yeah. be out with a skateboarding also and like be snapping pictures or yeah, no, I'm, I'm turning you into a movie? No, yeah. I, I did all those things and then like skateboarding influenced the way I made art and then eventually like in college I quit skateboarding because I was afraid I was going to get hurt. Like I was going to come out here mm-hmm. and really go for it mm-hmm. and like be a professional skateboarder, but uh, I just didn't. Yeah. Cause I was scared and uh, I stayed there and really like dug into art and mm-hmm. that's what I was going to do. I thought I was going to be an art professor Then mm-hmm. I went for masters and was like, I don't want to do this because then you're basically in college for the rest of your yeah. life and I didn't yeah. want to be in college forever. Fair, fair, um, fair, fair. But yeah, I mean, I definitely like was incorporating that sort of street because now all the famous artists it, out here, they're all skateboarders. Mm-hmm. They're all the skateboarders that I was like watching and looking up to when I was skateboarding. Yeah. Uh, like Ed Templeton um, and other like, I can't think of his name, but anyway, like he's really big right now in the yeah. art world. And he was like one of my favorite skateboarders when I was skateboarding. So I was just kind of emulating them, like yeah. taking photos and uh, illustrating things and printing. I mean, and you here. Yeah. So here's what I would say is in terms of how you were seen by people at school, by mm-hmm. the time you were say a junior in high school, just to yeah. use that as sort of like, by then you, we've all kind of gotten to a certain point maybe, yep. um, but we're not like top of the heap yet. Sure. You know, being a senior, did people at school think you were cool? I don't know. I, did I, you think you were cool? I or did you think that you were one thing when you were at school? And then did you start to feel cool when you were like out of there? Like, okay, one. this is, yeah. <laughs> I kind of feel like I was a non entity at school. And then when I went home, that was where my my life was. Because mm-hmm. I had like a little crew of friends at school that I hung out with, but we didn't really hang out outside of school. I didn't hang out with them. Mm-hmm. They they hung out with each other. And that wasn't really a problem. It wasn't like a popularity thing. I just was spending all my time skateboarding. Yeah. Um, 
Oh, yeah. If you feel like you have a community somewhere else, it's not like it's this glaring absence, you know, from school. And the weird, like, Catholic private school aspect of it is nobody lived by each other Mm. because it wasn't organized by Mm -hmm. area. Yeah. Like, it wasn't easy to maintain those friendships, um, at least until you were a junior or senior. And by then, you'd already made the friendships that you were going to make in high school. And so I, I wasn't, like, a dork, and I wasn't necessarily, like, a burnout um, but I wasn't popular and I wasn't a jock, mm-hmm. so I don't know what I was. Mm-hmm. I mean, in fact, I was when I was listening to Serial, that podcast that where they were like, yeah, everybody just knew he was the guy to go to. Like, he was like the bad kid or whatever. I was like, huh, who was that at my school? Mm-hmm. And then I went, oh, God, I think it might have been me, <laughs> which is not necessarily that I was like such a terrible kid. Yeah. But I was into, you know, I was like drinking in high school mm-hmm. and I smoked cigarettes and stuff like that. Mm-hmm but I was just from a bad part of town, you know, yeah. and like didn't care about school. Yeah. And it more is about my school of like, what would be considered bad, yeah. you know, like, Oh, you're into weird stuff. You're bad. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Hopefully no one ever uh, thought maybe you murdered someone. <laughs> no, hopefully <laughs> not. A terrible thing to joke about. That's a, that was such a fine line is the dealing of with that, that podcast show. and I wanting to make jokes about it and stuff. Cause and I you're like, Oh, it's real. I was so fixate. I couldn't stop thinking about how real it was, which is why I was so obsessed by it. Yeah. With it. But, um, but yeah, it, yeah, that was a, that was an interesting time. I talked about it on the podcast all the time. Like I couldn't, I found stop. out things about myself through that podcast yes. that I I did not know. You <laughs> yeah. know what I mean about it really that sort of like chomping down on the bone of a mystery and yeah. feeling like sucked in so fast Just, and very bothered by it. Oh, not bothered by being sucked in, but very bothered by what happened and very yeah. intensely bothered as Sarah Koenig allowed us to be by sharing right. her frustration with like not All being of able to see inside someone's brain. Yeah. It really triggers so much control shit. I think yeah. for so much, for so many and of like us, what is what it is to be humans in the yeah. world. <laughs> and what, and like we were talking about before, yeah. what are you capable of at the, in a snap? Right. You know what I mean? And also for the rest of your life, for the rest like, of are your you, life. Are you a person that is keeping up a lie for this long? Or are you a person that is maintaining your innocence? You know, like both require being a human being. Yeah. You know, like no other animal on this planet can do either of those things. Yeah. Yeah. It's so weird to be a human being. And I think so many, it's extremely weird and it's extremely weird to, yeah, be this social creature where we can even be having a conversation about what sex means and does kink have something to do with reproduction or are we just to the point now where so many of our species has evolved past the desire or the link between like yeah maybe some of us are still more closely linked to reproduction and sex and maybe some of us have evolved and i'm not saying that we're all destined to evolve past it but to for lack of a better sure. word to have evolved past identifying sex and reproduction like yeah. there's just we're, there's no other animal really like that i mean we can get into the whole bonobo conversation but <laughs> whatever uh it's a still a kind of a long leap um but yeah how complicated and how so complicated, complicated to trust right i mean that's yeah. also the other thing that i tapped into is this kind of i think people even people who are very trusting still have some sort of innate potentially evolutionary worry that you're trusting the wrong person or oh yeah trusting in an idea or a system that is <laughs> fundamentally corrupt but you can't see the inner workings of it you oh know? yeah for sure but, uh, i just gave myself Ooh. a chill <laughs> all right let's let's uh let's come out of this with a with a nice uh yeah, old-fashioned game of mash um i'm gonna start out with uh 
three th- three activities. This is spinning off of the skateboarding thing. Sure. Three activities that you wish you could do. Uh, I'm going to ground these to like actually realistic activities. Okay. Rather than like superhero activities. Yes. Um, but three activities that you wish you could do with no physical, no real physical threat that you could just sure. do when you wanted to and do well that you can't do now for whatever reason. Yeah. Uh, well, I would definitely put skateboarding. Mm-hmm. Can I can I dip into the ones that I are, we've yeah. already discussed? Especially if I'm inspired by that. I was like, oh, I'm going to give the chance to be a skateboarder. Because I like, uh, wish I could theme. do it all the time, but yeah. my knees are... Ki- like, I yeah. can't. Like, yeah. my brain thinks I can still do it, but my yeah. body's like, eh, we're yeah. not doing that anymore. Don't blame you. Um, and then I would say, like, I wish that I could uh, pitch... Mm-hmm a baseball yep. well yeah <laughs> with accuracy and uh <laughs> commitment not uh-huh. commitment but uh consistency is yep. what i was looking for yeah yeah and then a third physical activity that i wish i could do you know what i wish i could rock climb me too i've never done it i'm getting really close to actually taking classes and stuff yeah get, i've been getting into hikes that are so scrabbly that I have to wear bike gloves because otherwise yeah, I puncture you, my palms because yeah. I'm that much like clutching on things sure. I shouldn't. But that is like around the corner from this might not be like, I never thought I was an athletic <laughs> thrill seeker, but yeah. now when I sort of look at my choices, I'm like, I think I really must be because I seem to like taking myself to a place of discomfort yeah. and, then, like pushing and the then backing off of it, you know, and yeah. then that sort of, that 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 next thing is like the thing that's like on a on a hike where something feels treacherous or it feels like this rock is really loose or whatever the the thing that makes me the most uncomfortable in that moment then becomes the next standard like the next hike i have i find myself seeking that out plus right and then that plus which is why i'm like i think i might be about to start rock climbing but i'm kind (laughs) of terrified that i'm headed down that road or up that cliffside yeah okay rock climbing i love it into it i'm right there with you um okay next one is uh three movies that you can jump into the characters the whole environment is real and you can just bask in that whatever oh, that, yeah. whatever that would look like for you um well back to the future i have to put i have to do that one yep that's so funny because i was just thinking like what are the five movies um uh, that you could watch that i could watch all the time yeah um and these are the three that are coming to my mind Love right it. now. Back to the Future, mm-hmm. Stand By Me, yeah, and A Christmas Story. Mm-hmm. 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 And, and I thought of that and asking myself that question because I watched Whiplash again on the plane. I've mm-hmm. seen that movie. Have you seen that movie? I saw I saw it once and I thought, I don't know if I'll be able to see this again. I like love that it's movie. wonderful. I, love I it certainly so don't mean that it's yeah. not good, but sure. it was very it's stressful. Yeah. yeah. Like it's, it was the kind of movie where I was so into it that I, I needed a massage yeah. afterwards because no, I, I had it. been tight the entire time. Yeah, I get but it. But it's marvelous. Yeah. I mean, and that's great. also one of those movies that I, yeah. I feel like I'll just continue to watch that movie for a long yeah. time. Well, anyway. it definitely is because that that intensity, it sort of grabs you and won't let go. Oh, so yeah. I feel like if it were on, even if I was like, why am I watching this again? <laughs> like, I can't tear my eyes away. Yeah. Um, okay. Three uh, foods or drinks or substances <laughs> that uh, that you can uh, partake in whenever you want without any ramifications okay. whatsoever. Oh, man. So it can um, be as simple as like, you know, pizza or sure. as complicated is like a very specific... I don't know what. Yeah. I would say cheese pizza. Definitely. Yeah. For sure. Um, cause that is like my absolute favorite food. Mm-hmm. And then I would right also so. say no ramifications. Zero. Zero. Yeah. Zero. Then Mountain Dew. I love it. God, do I miss it. Wonderful use. I miss of this it category. so hard. A you know? wonderful use. 
I miss yeah. it so much. Yeah. And I'm even like a sober, like I don't drink anymore. Like I mm-hmm. gave up drinking. I wouldn't even put booze on the list yeah. if I could have Mountain Dew with yeah. no ramifications. Yep. Oh, please. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's so yeah. much I miss it. And then the third one would have to be probably, I'm, this is so telling of how like trashy I am because I'm thinking <laughs> of like candy. Um, yeah. I guess what's my favorite thing that I eat? That I always want to eat, but I don't eat it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, ugh, it's my last one. Or something one. that you let yourself have once sure. in a while. You know, it can't be, it doesn't have to be so trashy that you never partake of it. But right. when you do eat it, you're like, God, this why is, can't I just eat this? Why can't I just have this all the time? Yeah. Then I'm going to get real specific on this one. It's actually yeah. not going to be trashy. All it's right. going to be a chocolate banana uh, milkshake oh. from Tommy's Restaurant in Cleveland, Ohio That's on great. Coventry Road. Oh. It is so good. It's one of it's the best milkshake I've ever had. Chocolate banana. God, Sometimes really add a little peanut butter right in there, maybe if yeah. I'm oh, feeling the peanut definitely. butter kick. But I, I prefer be, yeah. chocolate banana. The purity. Uh, amazing. <laughs> yeah. What amazing. All right, listen. All due respect <laughs> to the amazing Cameron Esposito. Yes. Uh, three ladies that you would like to spend in this alternate universe sure. from any era, any age. Yeah. Some sexy times with? Some sexy times with? Or your alternate universe, like, companion or whatever. Sure, yeah. Three. Um, I would love to have, like, a long conversation Mm -hmm. with Kristen Stewart. Okay. I'd love to know what's going on with that girl. Great, great, great. Um, And then let's see. I do think that I have, like, like, a weird mentoring crush on Jodie Foster, so I gotta put her on there. I do, too. Um, and then it was way beyond that though. When I was younger, I would now here is a curveball. I'm going to put in seventies, Linda Ronstadt. Great. Ronstadt. Yep. Let me just take it full circle to, uh, people from Akron and say mm-hmm. that I have a special place in my heart for Linda Ronstadt because she too is from Tucson. Oh yeah. There you go. Uh, Linda. Love it. I didn't know she was era. from Tucson. I, she was in, um, right around that time, right? Or like early eighties, she was in the Pirates of Penzance movie. Yeah. Kevin Klein and Angela Lansbury are also in. So I for sure was like, and I love Linda Ronstadt with all my heart and soul. (laughs) She's so great. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Great. And she sings back up on, uh, after the gold rush sings on, um, heart of gold with Mm -hmm. Neil Young's. They have such a great harmony together. She sings on, uh, Paul Simon's Graceland. Yeah. Yeah. She gets around. Yeah. Mm. In a good way. In a good way. Uh, great, great, great. Okay, three, um, three types of transportation. It can include a specific car or a specific, like if you want to go with more conventional modes of transportation, mm-hmm. it can be like dream car or ways of transporting yourself that are more uh, fantastical than that. Sure. Like, like what I would like to ride, basically. Yeah, or like t- you could even teleport if you sure. just like wanted to not have to travel. Yeah, I mean, I would love to use a transporter from Star Trek: The Next Generation, yeah. specifically that one. Yep. Um, I would also absolutely love to ride a pit bull from Back to the Future Part Two. <laughs> <laughs> and I would love to be able to ride like 
a steam engine mm-hmm. from like 1900 oh, or that's whenever. So cool. Just because, like, could you imagine what that would look like? Oh, that's And I awesome. mean, the whole thing, like, time travel back yeah. to that time period. Yes, yes. And get to ride a train yeah. before any of this existed. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> that's how I would want to get around. I love that. Boy, you really <laughs> went back to the future three on me. I really uh, did. Amazing. Um, okay. Uh, next category is three people. I mean, you, you sort of mentioned this with a Jodie Foster reference, but like three people that it would be awesome to have as, you know, your sort of buddy um, from any place or time where you're like, no, it's cool. Like, you know, so-and-so calls me and like wants to know what they should, you know, what they should do about this thing. And then I'm like, I also have a thing I want to talk to you about. Yeah. You know, you feel that, that kind of great uh, connection of respect. Yeah. Um, I, okay. I would love for, to be able to have just like a, an open-ended phone invitation with, uh, Claire Huxtable. Amazing. God, great choice. Oh, <laughs> thank you. That's great. I would be like, I already know what Claire's going to say. She's going to give me some tough love right now. She knows what's I think up. I need to hear it. But I need to hear her voice. Yeah. She great. knows what's going on with me, but I just need that time from her. It's great. And she's so willing to give it and I will give it to her. <laughs> it's great. It's Whatever great. she needs for me. It's become very real for me. So good luck with the next two. <laughs> suddenly that is like a real thing. Sure. Um, and then, man, it's hard to, I, I feel like I could take up the next two with these two people, but I could also make them one. Mm-hmm. Um, I would also love to be able to call Thelma and Louise. Oh yeah. We'll put them as a unit. Okay. Great. Sure. Cause you don't really want one without the other. No, you, you don't want them to be able to have an argument on your behalf to each other that you're just also laughing about too. Yeah. Where one of them's like, I think she should do this. And the other one's like, now Thelma, why Thelma. would you Thelma. think that through? Yeah. Thelma, why are you going off at the mouth again? Come on. It'd now. be great. Yeah. Uh, I love it. And love then it. my third one. God, would... that makes me want Kathy Bates from fried green tomatoes too. Right. For like Tawanda. The same sort of reason. And also Sassafras. Jessica Tandy from oh, fried absolutely. green tomatoes. I mean, I've just put fried green tomatoes out of it. Cause I, I feel like that's just assumed, but right. I already yeah, have yeah, everybody yeah. from yes. that <laughs> movie on speed dial tucked away. Sure. 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 <laughs> and then sure. I think my third one would be crash Davis from bull Durham. Great. Because oh, that guy God. knows everything. Yeah. God. Yeah. He was great. That's a great that's, movie. That's his best character, I think. It is because it was right before he became Kevin Costner. Yeah, yeah. You know, and the three that's of a them great character. It's, it's the three of them ha- are oh, all Tim brilliant Robbins characters in the movie. Yeah, yeah. That's a really because Tim great Robbins movie. is really knocking it out of the park. Oh, because you so you like good. he's such an idiot that you're like you kind of pass it off, and yeah. sometimes we don't spend time with like, oh man, this person is really killing it being yeah. an idiot like yeah. they're really doing a great job yes absolutely <laughs> no that is a great movie for those of you who haven't seen it i mean i would say it's my it's the best baseball movie it I is mean, the I best baseball movie better baseball movie it's a league a of their own is the only That's other a good great movie. movie too great baseball movie absolutely <laughs> but bull durham is like a movie <sighs> that you you can make it about anything yeah you know it's really just about uh doing something that you love mm-hmm. like having something in your life that you love that is not a person yeah and having respect for that thing yeah. so like cameron and i sat down to watch it and she was like I, like not into it in five minutes or whatever and i was like look just watch this like they're doing stand-up comedy like yeah. what they're talking about is stand-up and then she had a much different experience that's a great that's a really really great point that's a great way because it's just about, about it. mentoring and mm-hmm. it's also about the mentor like aging out of the thing mm-hmm. and like finding happiness in something in a way that you didn't think you were going to find it. Yeah. It's so many things. I love, I love it. Movie. I love it. I think that's such a great one. Okay. Crash Davis. I absolutely love it. Okay. Next one is, uh, three bands that, uh, you can see whenever you want and, uh, you're always going to get backstage mm. and they could be a bands that don't exist anymore. It could be someone who's died. Yeah. 
Um, let's see. I definitely have to put Slater Kinney on there. Right. That's like one of my favorite bands of all time. And then I would put Fugazi on there. Great. One of my favorite bands of all time. Great. And then I think I would choose to be able to see like uh, early Neil Young. Great. I saw them, uh, I saw Crosby, Stills, Nash & Young at the Bowl a few years ago. Yeah. It was good. great. You cool. never, you know, with, some, with stuff like that, sometimes you're like, yeah. is this going to actually like tarnish it for me or something? <laughs> right. Not at all. It still worked? I felt like I That's was great. seeing them in the 60s. That's great. Like they rocked it. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. And they really got people like a fuss. Do yeah. You know what I mean? It was like, they still were saying things, political things that yeah. people were like, yes, <laughs> I am enraged about that still. It yeah. was great. It was That's great. great. Yeah. I don't know why I was like a, a weird Homer Simpson fan just then. <laughs> uh, that really tapped into my Homer S. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, <laughs> and then uh, last one is... What am I? What what glaring thing am I missing for you? I feel like there might be some glaring thing I'm I'm missing. Um, well, because you said the steam engine and the opportunity to kind of ride in one like that, I'll give you three places to time travel. Ooh, could be Ooh. future, could be back. Um, could be back to the future. <laughs> could be back to the future. Um, I would love to. Where would I like to go? Um, I would love to go back to the date is escaping me now, but. Um, I would love to go see the Brooklyn Dodgers game when Jackie Robinson stole home. Oh, great, great, great. Great use of this. <laughs> great. Then, um, I would want... God, you're making me love baseball in a way I never have. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I... It's very infectious. I love baseball so yeah. much. Like, I mean, I, I could, certainly have no time for football whatsoever. Yeah, I don't it's like, like football. A, baseball or, like, college basketball for yeah. me, but... That's, yeah, yeah, that's kind of where I'm at, too. Yeah. Maybe not... I, I kind of like basketball, but uh, baseball is a sport I can sit and watch all day. Yeah. Um, I've just gotten back into it recently. It was what I grew up with, but... I'm sure you've I, done Aaron Foley's podcast. I have, yes. Yeah. And, yeah, we've talked about baseball a lot. Um. I just love it so much. And then, man, this this one's the tough one to like think of the good times to go yeah. to. Just because I've been so, <laughs> becoming so like socially aware that I'm like, yeah, but I if know, you went back to see I this, know. it's like it's going to be terrible. I know. Um, and also, you just want to fix things. But <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. So Jackie Robinson, and then I would probably want to go back to like. I don't know, Deadwood time. Mm -hmm. <laughs> just That's to, great. Just to see like, God, what? I know I have such a curiosity about that. Those places and times that have been so, um, fetishized for lack yeah. of a better word by, uh, you know, the arts in a way that is totally appealing and yeah. fascinating, but things like that, where it's become like, if I'm really honest, I kind of think Deadwood is actually just like the whole, I kind of think Buffalo Bill and Calamity Jane weren't real. And right. I know they were. Yeah. But I but I'm so I mean, oversaturated close, with them as characters to the, yeah. that I I would love to see them for real because it would be such a good slap in the face of yeah. like Janet, no, they were real. <laughs> right. They're not an invention. Yeah. And you know could you I mean? imagine what the reality of those people would be like? Like what their oh teeth god. would look like? Oh my god! If they even teeth. had any? Yeah, exactly. Their teeth, Janet. <laughs> their teeth. Their teeth. Yeah, I mean, for this for a similar reason. I mean, I guess not as much that it's not as much that they have been that that it's turned into like just characters, but that same sort of idea of like 
did that thing already come out that I saw a preview for that was about um, suffrage and like the fight of oh, the, um, the is it Kate Winslet? Someone's in it. Like maybe HBO yeah. film or something. I feel no, like it I hasn't saw a come out yet. Okay, but it's about the but, suffragettes in London. Yeah, yes, there like, you go. It's not American suffrage. That's the kind of thing yeah. that I feel like would be extremely infuriating, but like so important to see yeah. to really see for yourself. Right, like well. This is not that long ago. Yeah, it's you know? not that long this ago. What it was like. I feel like I would go there and be and see them and be like, "This is absolutely terrible." And then yeah. you turn around and there are like black people as servants of everywhere, and you're like, "Oh course. right, it's all of terrible." Course. <laughs> you know? absolutely, it's all terrible. Because then you would have the 360 it's degree relative. view yeah. when it's you get there. All relative, a hundred percent. Yes. Yeah. No, absolutely, without question. I honestly was trying to think of something that I. Uh, something some cause sure. that like i wouldn't be so horrified by yes. that i would somehow still choose to do it otherwise i would have listed <laughs> right some horrible despicable things that americans have done of i course. guess in my mind i was like what is the white woman struggle <laughs> what <laughs> yeah. can i do that doesn't make me want to kill myself yeah, do you exactly. know what i mean no i, I uh, totally anyway know uh okay so you got and Berlin, then the Dodgers, one would Deadwood, probably yeah. be go Let's see, 14 years in the future, see myself at 47. Great. That's that's where Marty McFly wants there to go to go. In, in the future. That's great. Great, great, great. Okay. All right. So uh, it's MASH, so I just need to do a little bit of calculating as soon mm-hmm. as I get you to tell me when to stop. Sure. Stop. Okay. Uh, I'm going to pause this, do some number crunching. Sounds good. Get my abacus out, <laughs> yeah. and uh, I'll come back with your 100% guaranteed Amazing. MASH future. My friend, I've got some very good news for you oh, in great. store. Uh, number one. Oh, you know what? I didn't ask for a place where there's a vacation home. So mm. basically what this is going to transform into is whatever movie you get to go into is also like the place where you have your mansion, apartment, shack, or house. Perfect. So uh, I think you'll enjoy this. Great. Um, you have a mansion uh-huh. inside of Back to the Future. Yes! Which probably, I guess, means that it's you know, in the like fifties. Yeah. In Hell um, Valley. In Hell Valley. And or Pasadena. And or Pasadena. <laughs> um, which is great. Uh, you, so you have a mansion in the world of back to the future. Uh, it surprises me none uh, that you are also a master skateboarder. Of course. Because yes. why wouldn't you so be? Great. Everyone's going to be like, what is he? What is she doing? What is she doing? <laughs> All the time. And then they'll get used to it. Um, uh, uh, with a, a lifetime supply with no physical ramifications whatsoever of cheese pizza. Yes. This is all Plain like a cheese very, pizza just for me. A very, this is a great life coming yeah, together here. It's so good. Um, you, uh, can see early Neil Young. Yay. Whenever you want. Amazing. He loves you. Um, you, uh, can ride around in a steam engine when you're not yes! skateboarding. <laughs> this is turning out so perfectly. Amazing. <laughs> Amazing. You get to see the Jackie Robinson Dodgers game. It works out. Yes. It's the Very 50s. much so. Uh, I don't know where Kristen Stewart fits into all this, Perfect. but there are a lot of places for you to get to see her react and find out a little bit more about Amazing. what makes her tick. I just want to know what's going on. And if you have any questions uh, or feel uh, bewildered by any for behavior, I want you to rest assured the Claire Huxtable yes. <laughs> is on speed is dial. All the way. Oh, hang on. There's no speed dial in That's the 50s. That's right. In this case, probably there's just like My a, answering a bat service. Phone. Yeah. yeah exactly. it's, it's a red phone that connects you directly to Claire Huxtable's brain. Yes. Um, 
Uh, Rhea, thank you so much for oh, doing the podcast. thank you so much for having well, me on. Well, what would you like uh, people to know about you? I feel certain that they can find you on social media. Yeah, and, at uh, Rhea Butcher for Instagram and Twitter, which is R H E A B U T C H E R. That's those handles. Um, and then my website is just my name because uh, I'm going on tour Great. Uh, this fall with Cameron Esposito starting awesome. on next week, which I don't know the date of. I think it's the. 11th we have a show at the gramercy theater and then uh, all other tour dates are on our websites great respective websites great guys get out there and see come on these out and amazing see us. ladies and you can buy I'm that calendar i was talking about and you can buy the calendar we're gonna have it with i gotta us. see this calendar yeah, it sounds like it's it. right at my alley <laughs> uh uh guys and thank you so much and uh we'll uh, talk to you next time on the podcast As always, the JV Club theme song is Back Before We Were Brittle by The Amazing Say Hi. Now leaving Nerdist.com.